how's your evening going? Not too bad. How about you guys? Oh, you guys have a drink? I don't have a drink. Do you want to go get one? Probably well, gonna we, need we it. could pour you one, but... Yes, uh... pour me one, send it over. <laughs> Done. We do a fair amount of drinking on this podcast. Oh, I like it. It's my kind of podcast. Hell yes. <laughs> got a volume control on that thing? It says here, what does it say? It says, uh, Lisa has Riverside open in other tabs. Ask Lisa to close all other browser tabs and open with Riverside. Uh, there. Did that go away? Looks like it. Okay. Oh. I don't know. I had a Looks hard good. time getting this all going. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I was testing it out on my phone. I clicked all the links and I had downloaded the app. And on my phone, it was just like bam, bam, bam. It was pretty quick. But you're on a laptop, right? So yeah, it's a little bit of an arcade laptop steps. as well. <laughs> <laughs> so your this is our episode ten. Ooh, woo! <laughs> episode ten of talking about. This, that, and everything else. Pretty much. That's what we've been doing. Just shooting the shit and sweeping up old ideas. And dabbling a little bit into the, the main theme of the night, which is uh, the horror movies and Halloween-based shenanigans. All right. Which is something you, you're into, apparently? I'm huge into horror. Um, yeah, like huge into horror. So this is right up my alley. Awesome. So what, uh, so tell us, what, how, why? <laughs> what got you into the horror stuff? Um, well, I've been watching horror movies since I was three. Not recommended for all, but my dad used to watch three. them all the time when I was a kid. So, you know, that was like our bonding time. He would just sit me down on the couch, babysit me while watching Jason, Freddy Cougar, so I became really desensitized, uh, probably by the time I was four or five. And uh, they became my go-to movies, which, you know, my family worried about me except for my father. Everybody else was a little concerned because I would go to sleep watching Friday the 13th. Perfect. My, you, uh... my parents did the same to me when I was young. Took me out to see Amityville Horror in the theaters on New Year's Eve. Cool. <laughs> uh, the the original Night of the Living Dead brought that home one day and let us watch all that when I was a kid. Quality. Um, even when even when they were babysitting my kids when they were young, maybe four or whatever, they they showed them it and Jaws. And they all survived. So, we all survived. Yeah, the the, the middle aged son he's terrified of uh, terrified of all the. You know, Halloween horror movie stuff. Oh. But my youngest guy, he's he loves it. <laughs> my son's actually not. so much so he's so we're uh, going. He lives up in Sudbury, so we're going up to Sudbury next weekend for a Halloween party at his place. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, so um, and his birthday is uh, November first, so we're bringing up a birthday gift for him. Oh. What do you got? We got him a life-size Annabelle doll. Oh, God. <laughs> That's awesome. I went it as Annabelle awesome. last year for Halloween. 
I guess I'm a life size oh, Annabelle doll. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think oh, I'm yeah, going to give gonna, myself he's gonna to He's going to shit his pants when he opens it. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, Lisa, um, you and I have, have discussed a couple of times. Uh, you have a, a yearly event every Halloween that you do. Um, tell us about the history of that, because I, I got to tell you, I'm jealous, and I think we should start doing this as well. Tell us about your event. So... Uh, my best friend and I, we are, we feel the same about horror movies. So every Halloween we would get together and we could never watch enough movies and time went by so fast and we can't spend every day together. So we decided to make an event every single year ca called Horror Palooza. And basically nice. we take a whole day off. And we day drink, and we make tons of food, and we watch horror movies from basically 10 a.m. till when we pass out. Wow. Every That's year it's something That's different. Something. Um, we usually start with two kind of our favorites, which is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Because it's cheesy and <laughs> classic. classic, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Trick or Treat. Oh, you know, I've never seen Trick or Treat. You haven't? It's but I hear great. it's good. You need to watch it. Is it an anthology movie? Uh, it yeah. I mean, it's kind of a cult. I think there's a new now. one that's coming out this year. It's a, it's like different segments, right? It's all different segments, but they're tied together. Okay. Like it's a well knitted so, story. So every year we kind of pick something different other than those two. I decorate the whole entire basement, make it all spooky. And we have been doing that for seven years now. It's a great tradition. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. What um, Did you bring in some new, new blood this year? What was the new blood? The new blood was Pope's Exorcist with uh, Russell Crowe. How was that? You know, not bad. Um... Exorcist movies can be tricky to to execute, but you know Russell Crowe's such a good actor, and the child actor who was possessed in this movie did really really well. Um, and it has bits of comedy to it, so if you guys haven't watched it, I do recommend it. I mean, it gets a little kitschy at times, but you know, it's on the list for me for sure. Yeah. Have a watch. Oh yeah. I do like Russell Crowe. I love it. You ever oh, seen was, Unhinged? He was great in it. Yes. I loved Unhinged. It wasn't a horror movie. Actually, is it a horror movie? Is that a horror movie? Would you say Unhinged? Have you seen Unhinged, Lisa? I have. I'd say it's more of like a thriller. Yeah, it's more of a thriller. I mean, there are some scenes of it that are downright disturbing. Like when he's killing the son's girlfriend or something. That was messed up. Yeah. Has him tied to the chair and sets him on fire. I was like, what the hell? What What's going on in this movie? That's almost like gore. Like, I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah. I, um, I'm not a huge fan of gore, believe it or not. I'm, I'm more of a horror fan than a gore fan. Like, I, I don't like Hostel. After a while, Saw gets a little bit much or The Collector. I'll watch them, but I, I don't even like Texas Ch Chainsaw Massacre much. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. I, I'd like I like to be psychologically scared, not grossed out or like intensely disturbed, which we were talking about some stuff earlier. 
Like, there's movies that are so disturbing, I don't want to watch them, but I'm curious about them. Like torture so porn. Read about them or watch, like, clips. Yeah. What, what would you consider to be that if there was a movie? Like, what would you consider to be too much? Uh, well, if you, you want to go into the really dark territory, um, uh, Martyrs is one I mentioned. I don't know if you've ever seen Martyrs. No. Uh, the house that Jack built. I've seen. I'll, I've never watched that fucking movie. I've seen like commercials for it, but I, I've never seen it. Yeah, trust me. As a, a mother of a son, you would never want to watch that fucking movie. Okay, I'll pass. Ever. <laughs> yeah, definite, definite <laughs> pass. I made the mistake of watching like a, a, a synopsis of what happens in it, and I'm scarred from that. Um, I won't name the really, really dark stuff, but th there's there's a bunch of other shit. There's like the really messed up low budget but high gore campy movies that are just like i can't even believe they got made they're so twisted not into that like saw yeah. is about as fucked up as i'll get and i haven't watched the new one but i've heard saw x is like the best one since the first one i have heard that so i, heard I it's, do it's i do want to watch that yeah like i'm a big fan of the the jigsaw character i i don't much love the the direction some of it took, but the character of John Kramer, the backstory, I love all that stuff. Like killing him in the third movie was the biggest mistake they could have made, but they found a way to bring him back every single time. <laughs> I've met that guy. He's interesting. Seems like an, an interesting guy. Yeah. He's a, uh, I don't know whether he was trying to be like his character when I met him, but it was, uh, he still has that <laughs> creepiness about him. Yeah, I figured he would be a guy that that's just kind of what he's like. Tobin Bell, right? Tobin Bell, yeah. Yeah. So you've met actually a lot of um, industry professionals in horror and television. Who would you say was the creepiest? Creepiest? <laughs> Don't say biscuit. <laughs> Damn it, I was gonna... No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm trying to think creepiest. Um, I wouldn't say anybody's been creepy. I've been, I would say people are kooky. I've met a lot of kooky people. Um, okay. Who's kooky? What's his name that, um, plays Ash from the evil dead. Oh, um, Bruce, uh, Bruce, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. So I did a photo op with him and I also like chatted with him a bit He's a he's a very kooky character, that one. <laughs> now is he kooky like he, in the way that he's kind of being like Ash, or is he just Yeah, like he generally strange It's like his mind he's constantly like trying to direct you in things. Like I think he does a fair amount of directing as well. <laughs> so when we were doing our photo op, he's like, How about, I'm gonna post like put you here and I'm gonna put you right here and he was like trying to pose us. Um hmm. Some people said he was kind of a dick. Uh, I, I didn't find him to be that way, but sometimes people don't know how to approach pe like creative people. They take it the wrong way. But it's just, they oh. see things a lot differently. So I would say he was pretty kooky, and uh, I met Robert Ungland that played uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, oh, okay. What a nice guy. Like, so, so nice. Went out of his way, professional... Um, just lovely person, actually. I met him at, at a bar, randomly. 
Wow. He seems like it. Well, he seems like a nice guy, considering he kills people in their sleep, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather meet him than some of the guys that have played Mark Michael Myers, that's for sure. <laughs> so, so, um... Okay, so how... First of all, I gotta... How did, how did you get hooked up with Chris and, and Biscuit here? <laughs> Well, I, I went to the premiere of um, Those Who Remain uh, with my friend oh, okay. who's in it, and I met ah. these guys, and quite honestly, we, we clicked just like that, and cool. I just wanted to be around them more, and, you know, I, I wish that things went further with Chris. I never actually got to to do anything. I think just an audition. Um but you know, we extenuating close. circumstances. We were this close. This close. Yes, we my uh, Flintlock character got left on the floor too. So yeah, I know. You guys I know. Sadly, have that in common. <laughs> we need another project. But, I would love for Chris to come back, and it would be fun if we could all work together. Honestly, we're uh, we're working on them. We're close to actually getting them to kind of revive the story, but a little bit different. Twist it around a little bit. I'm doing a lot of world building right now, and then it's just a matter of sitting down and being like, hey, okay, here's all the ideas I came up with, and then going, let's take these three and just dump all this shit on the floor. <laughs> there we You're go. You're on the That's cutting the room show. floor, Biscuit. <laughs> well, you got to come up with a thousand ideas so that five of them can be approved. Hey, true, very true. Yeah. I just recently recut the whole first scene I did as Biscuit and made it way more menacing. I haven't shown it to you yet, but I'll, I'll send that over to you because I think you'd appreciate it. Um, but no, I was saying this close because the, the, the weekend, you remember that week when um, things were with Chris were declining and we kept telling him, go to the hospital, go to the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we were supposed to film that weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to film with Lisa. We were supposed right. to do a big action scene out in the woods where mm -hmm. it, it's like a flashback of the two of us as... Uh, like we've both been in the the wasteland for a short period of time, and we end up getting attacked by the same squad and having to kind of yeah. work together to fight our way out. So it was going to be epic. very little dialogue and a whole lot of killing. It would have been epic. It would have been great, but it just and and then after that, that's when the show kind of Chris was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm uh, done." Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just glad he's but, okay, um, you know. But yeah, I mean that's what's important, right? Mm -hmm. But I would love, like I know we spit back and forth but um it would be awesome to do like a horror inspired inspired just short yeah. like i'm all over that shit i would love it it's just a matter of writing something that we can easily film and well we're all demented we can figure and... this shit out <laughs> it's it's true <laughs> i i i i personally think I personally think instead of doing a big storyline like that where it's hard to coordinate people week after week, month after month, is to do a bunch of little shorts like that, like kind of really horror-like, mind-twisted little short stories. Like anthologies. Know? We can do like anthologies. That's where you should focus everything. Yeah, an anthology right? type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'd so be cool. if we wrote something and we were going to film it at Doug's house... And it was going to be a, a like you know a short five minute thing. Would you be willing to come out here to make it? It's like a one day shoot. I 
I would. You know what I'm like when it comes to driving, but uh, I would. <laughs> it's amazing. This person that watches we'll all Melissa these horror movies you. is scared of fucking driving. <laughs> yeah. I've watched too many. I'm well, scared of flying. I'm scared of driving. I'm scared of roller coasters. So basically, I'm scared of everything Final Destination has covered thus far. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. There could that be a reason out. for this. Yeah, something, something there, something's telling you. <laughs> True. Would you be able to face your fears to come out here and be a part of something that probably will get thirty or forty views on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. As long as there's no <laughs> log trucks, I'm, I'm there, man. I'm there. Well, uh, there's well, an there's occasional what? There's the occasional log truck around here, but I haven't seen any this year. Uh, yeah, except for the I ones think they've wrapped up all the logging around here. Except for all the ones I saw on my street because of all the logging that was happening across the street from me. But yeah, for the most oh, yeah, part, see? there's no log trucks or yeah. The worst thing we have out here is Doug. Oh, that's fine. I can yeah. I can handle that. He, he and I, I'll chase people through the hills of Moonstone. Yeah, he will. Argo. I don't know if I ever told you that story. I bring it up a lot. No, I don't the think The first so. time I met Doug, not the first, like, the first day I met Doug, I made the mistake of pointing a prop gun at him, and he basically threatened to hunt my character through the hills of Moonstone. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite quotes. Well, I got my own guns. <laughs> I got to make you a shirt. Or just you, that, that serious look you had on your face. Well, I got my own guns. And then became a beautiful friendship. It did. Yeah. I've talked about doing a podcast for, and Nat's been like, you should do a podcast. And I'm like, I need someone to make it easy for me where I just show up. And there was Doug. <laughs> Here we are. Because I'm a lazy now we ass. Got the double D's. We got the double D. DDL tonight. Thanks for joining us. Well, I'm us. honored to be a guest. This is my first podcast appearance. So... And it'll be your fucking last. Because you'll start your own podcast and then we'll come on yours. Oh, sweet. So you've been, yeah. So you've been doing all these photos with all these, uh, all these uh, actors and and stuff from all these movies. How, where are you, do you go to like um, Comic Con? Yeah, something to that effect. That's, that's what you're looking for. That's where the superhero people go, Doug. Well, that's the DC Marvel shit. Yeah. yeah. Doug doesn't like superheroes. Yeah, I, I've been <laughs> to a lot that. of um, different Comic Cons and conventions. It, it it actually started a lot with the... Uh, I think I went to Fan Expo a few times before I went to the States. I met Stan Lee. That was initially what brought me to conventions was meeting Stan Lee. And I had the best experience with him. Yes. And after that, you know who Stanley is? <laughs> okay, just making sure. <laughs> if not, you gotta go, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do know who he is. Yes. <laughs> so after that, I kind of got addicted, and I was a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Um, so I ended up going to Atlanta, where they do the filming and everything, and um, I met pretty much the whole entire cast and I actually became friends with a lot of people on the cast. So wow. We still keep some of us still keep in touch to this day and I just got to know everybody so well that every time I came around I was like, "Oh, it's Lisa. Hi." Like <laughs> 
So you so you went down to Orlando where they were filming and just it was like a meet and greet type of thing. Well, yeah. So so basically, there was a whole entire convention based around Walking Dead. But you could go and visit the sets and all that. I, I wouldn't bug the actors around there. But you can go meet them at a convention. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of what started it all. And uh, I'm in acting as well. So I'm very comfortable around fellow actors. So I just kind of got to know them. And it was really nice to do all that. So have you, So obviously you've watched the whole... What was it, 10 seasons? Was it, uh, did it end at 8 or 9? No. It was like 10. Was it or 10? maybe 11. I'm kind of a bad fan. I well, they kind of, at the end, they kind of split seasons. They were doing yeah. like... Did you watch the whole thing? The Walking Dead? No. I think it kind of lost its footing after a while. Um, right. So maybe I'm a bad fan. So when did you bail but, out? Uh, what was the moment that killed it for you? When they killed Carl. That I was... think I know what it is, but I'm interested. When they killed Carl. Oh, yeah. That was that was a dark moment. I was going to say the bridge. Well, I mean... You were like, fuck it, I'm out. I mean, Andy going was probably like, that's it. I'm, 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 I'm out completely. But I kind of checked out when they did that, and they drastically changed the story so much. I mean, I'm a big... Mm -hmm. I'm an avid fan of the, the comic book. Um like the graphic novel and yeah. they did it so well. I really wanted them to stick on script, but I mean, it's TV and they never do, but that was so disappointing. And they, they were trying to elevate Negan way too much. And don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life, which is why I think he's lasted so long, but they didn't need to kill Carl to elevate his character, but they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like Negan is one of the characters that they've asked the audience to forgive way too much. It's like, yeah, no, man, he did some, some shit do. that, yeah, that's too damning. And a lot of shows do that. They'll they'll take a character and they do some heinous shit, and then they become popular, and they they get the audience to like basically forgive that stuff for the popularity of the character. And it's like, but no, that's fucked up. Sorry, I'll send you a little sorry card for bashing in two people's heads. Yeah, and, you know, uh, turning a bunch of women into sex slaves in your compound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty fucked up. Any other place in the modern world, cancel culture would be huge. But not here. <laughs> no. No, because Jeffrey this Dean is Morgan redeemable. <laughs> so any any of the, uh, the runoff shows, if you watch any of the Fear or the Negan and... Um, the new one that's there's out, the Negan uh, and Maggie, there's Dead the, City. There's three. There's Daryl. Daryl. There's three or four spinoffs. Uh, uh, I watched a little bit of uh, Norman's, like the the Daryl spinoff. It it was pretty good. It was neat to see it in a in a different place. Like they were they were filming in Paris. Um, and then yeah, I will yeah. watch uh, Andy's spinoff with uh, Rick and Michonne because I loved their story and I want to see it continued. So. And when's that one coming out? They just said Soon? 2024, so I'm not too sure. They were done filming not like quite a bit ago. But I don't know. Right. It's it's six years kind of 
too late, but I, I'll, I'll still watch yeah. it because I really, really love their story. Right. So can you guys um, still see me? Because I can't see you. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes the video records low quality, but it downloads to the computer. When it downloads, it'll upload to like a good quality after. So yeah. Oh, like, okay. So when we're done, shifting in and out. Yeah. But when the video comes, it'll, it'll be crystal clear. It'll be smooth. We went through the same thing with Chris. Oh, okay. So at one point, he left the room, and we had no idea. Oh. <laughs> Actually, up in the top of your screen, it'll say it's uploading or whatever. Don't when we're done, just don't close your browser until that's finished uploading. Oh, okay, no problem. Because it's uploading the video from your computer up to the website, which is going to be high quality. Yeah, if we don't have your video, it'll look like it's just the two of us. Talking to nothingness, and people will think we're more crazy than they already do. People will think we're just doing what we normally do. And there's a couple of nut jobs. Talk about fuck all drinking. Well, that's what you got to do. That's what the Double D podcast is all about. <laughs> so, what oh, would you pick? You Game back. of Thrones or uh, The Walking Dead? If you can only watch oh. one. Can we not? include the last season of game of thrones or do we have to put that in <laughs> the last couple of seasons of the walking dead and the last season of game of thrones we won't include those we won't <laughs> include those Let, let's say the first four seasons uh, which which of, which show hard, would you guys. want to watch the first four seasons um man if they heard me i'd have to say the walking dead but i did love game of thrones that's tough man Probably walking. I got to warn you, Andrew Lincoln watches this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's popular. Careful. <laughs> Norman Reedus fucking hates us, though. <laughs> I mentioned Pandorum a couple podcasts ago, and I didn't mention he was in it, and he got pissed. Oh. So. I've known Andrew since uh, Love Actually, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back Me, in you're the perfect, day. Doug. No, I would say probably <laughs> Walking Dead because the first couple of seasons were amazing. So, I mean, uh, upon rewatch. Man, I, I, I miss how it used to be. It kept you on the right. edge of your seat. It really did. Yeah. What if that had something to do with, because they, uh, like they changed directors after a few seasons and they brought in new directors that kind of took it in their own, their own path. Yeah, they had Frank yeah. Darabont. They tried to put their own fingerprint on it. And yeah. They, they also tanked the budget in the second season. Hey, but I like the second, the second season. season. I actually don't mind it. I like the second season too. It just it felt like it felt like they were on the farm and they didn't get to the farm early enough and they weren't they were on the farm for a long time, but it's because the budget got tanked for they used all the AMC used all their money for another show and I think it was for Breaking Bad or I'm not sure which show it was. They put a huge amount of money into. It might have been Hell on Wheels. I mean, well, I don't Breaking know. Breaking Bad's AMC as well, so I could see that. Yeah, and excuse me. A lot of people complain about season two of The Walking Dead, but it's because they had no money. That's why there was sometimes only one Walker in each episode. Like it, it, it wasn't until the last episode when the farm gets attacked, or the episode where Herschel and uh, not Herschel, sorry, where Otis and Shane go to the the school. Yeah, we talked about that one. Yeah. That was again a big budget episode, but they didn't have the money to do that a lot. No. Yeah. And then you watch the prison prison season, and you could see that the money was there. The guy, the guy that played Otis, Pruis. Um, I love him. He's a great actor. So he was he was on set of um, 
Heroes Reborn. I oh. met him there on that set. What's he like? Um, he's he's kind of a quiet guy. He's a lot smaller than I thought. Yeah, little yeah. guy. Yeah. Huh? Is this the little guy? Yeah, his stature and everything is a lot smaller and everything. But yeah, he's a great a great actor. He always kind of plays an awkward, yep. shy, quiet guy or a scary creep. But great actor. Yeah. Yeah, I loved him in um, Identity. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a huge amount of screen time, but really good, really good work on that. So you do you do a lot of acting, and you do like are you? Uh, um, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the question I always really dread: is what have you done? Um, <laughs> I haven't done a whole lot. Let's just say that, but I've been acting and practicing and doing plays and auditioning for yeah. a long time. So at, at the moment, I'm taking a bit of a break till January, and then I'm hoping to be back to auditioning. And then I'm just waiting. You know, it's a waiting game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Don't feel Been like you're, done it. Don't feel like you're out of your it. league here right now, because I, I, I played Biscuit for two minutes. Doug was an extra in uh, <laughs> Dawn of the Dead remake. And what was the other one? Heroes Reborn? Heroes Reborn, I was in... Um... It was in Beauty and the Beast, uh, a couple other things. Oh, nice. So you're not, don't worry, there's no contenders for any but nothing, Oscars here. But nothing, I mean, everything, no speaking parts, everything, uh, the biggest part I had was in Heroes Reborn, right? It was a recurring background character. But you know what? My it's biggest all... part was when I said, Pandora, man! <laughs> but you know what? Being an actor is more than just even having speaking parts. You know, you, you, you show up, you put yourself out there. You know, it's as long as you're having fun in what you're part. doing and you're yeah. practicing and you're liking it, then that's what you're doing. Yeah. So that's kind of if what I continue. Play. I've always wanted to do that since I was young. And uh, yeah, now I'm actually giving it a better go now that I'm older. Probably should have done it a long time ago. But now that I'm older and a lot more confident, you know, it's uh, I can probably put a better foot forward. If you could play any character in, in like a reboot of a show you really liked, what would you want to... I don't know. Chris has already signed me up to do Xena, so. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm supposed to be Gabriella. I just yeah. gotta yeah, you would make figure out the wig and learn how to fight Gabriella. with a boat. Now. I love that. Uh, character in a show. Hmm. I was gonna say character in a movie would probably be Resident Evil. You'd want to be Alice. Yep. Always freaking loved Alice. Just such a kick-ass, kick-ass role yeah. to have. You know. Yeah. And Laura Croft would be fun. That would be fun. Now, now, would you want to be like cheesy Laura Croft or like, you know, cheesy Angelina Jolie or slightly Oh, I more thought you meant like, like 2D remake. computer, like weird square boobs or like... <laughs> yeah, triangle boobs. Why not? Triangle boobs. Uh, I would want to be like... Those would be the double P's, not the double B's. C's. How about you, Dougie, if you could play a, a remade character? I'm going to say, uh, what's his name? I always forget his damn name. The guy from True Grit. Rooster Cockburn? Rooster Cockburn. Rooster Cockburn. Oh, yeah. 
yes. The cockburn or Cobra? I don't know. It's Rooster. I know his name's Rooster. Yeah, Rooster. Fill your hands, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Oh. I'll always want to be the Punisher. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. Because essentially, that's what Biscuit is. He's a he's a older, overweight, slightly out of shape Punisher. <laughs> So, uh, who played the Punisher last? Shane. Uh, Shane, Shane played the Punisher. Um, oh. John Berthold. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, yes. It was a good, he was a good Punisher. It's just the, the second season did not need to be 13 episodes, and I feel like they just stretched it out too long. It would have been a perfect, like, tight eight-episode show. I, I don't know why they did 13, I for the life of me. Yeah. He's got a crazy story on his when he went to acting school and everything and his coming up and he actually went over to Russia to Moscow to acting school and stuff. Really? And yeah, he's got a podcast. I think he tells the story on his podcast. He does. He talks a, to Sh- uh, Shia LaBeouf. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good friends from that movie. From they uh, did Fury. Fury right? I love Fury. He was so good in that too. But his story of him coming up as an actor and what he did and everything is it's crazy. Did you ever hear the story about how he almost killed a guy in a street fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he tells that story in it. Yeah, I didn't that, know that's that. what kind of his, yeah, because he had just gotten the role for The Walking Dead and he yeah. almost screwed it up. Yeah, or did he get it just well, after that? I I think he had just gotten it, but hadn't done any shooting or something. Oh, okay, I can't remember the exact story, but yeah, yeah, he was out on the street and some guy was, he was walking his dog. He was walking his dog, and yeah. some guy was bugging this girl, and he told the guy to basically fuck off, leave her alone. The guy got in his face, and he just cold cock cracked this guy in the face, oh. and the guy fell head first into a curb, oh. and like basically crushed his skull. And the police came and arrested him for assault, and they basically told him like, "This guy's in in critical condition. If he dies, you're you're going away." And he's sitting there in the in the like in the lockup, like praying and basically saying, you know, like get me out of this and I'll change my life. I'll turn my shit around. Mm-hmm. And the guy ended up living, and he like you got what a self defense. He didn't he didn't do any jail time. And shortly after that, he got the role of Shane, and wow, started out on The Walking I Dead. I didn't know that actually. Huh. Well, there's if you look it up, there's um again there's a lot of clips. I think he was talking to Shia LaBeouf about it. Um, and yeah, he told, no, wait, it wasn't Shia LaBeouf. It was somebody else. I don't know. But look, yeah, just look up his name and, yeah, um. I'm going to. I, I, I met him as well. He's a really nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. But that's crazy, huh? Well, everyone's got a story, right? It's like the beginning of Con Air with Nicolas Cage. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I fucking love Conair. I love Conair. I showed it to my son. He loves Conair. It's like Conair has the same level of cheese as like a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, and, and those oh, it's movies, they're, great. they made Except 10 of those fucking things with a spinoff. But it's. <laughs> it, uh, have you ever seen the director's cut of Conair? No. No, I haven't actually. It's a little It's a little different. There's a couple of little extra bits, but they're, it's. It was pretty pretty good, but does he I love put Nicolas the money Cage. back we, in the box in the director's Cage. cut? Any what? Sorry. Does he put the bunny back in the box in the director's cut? I don't know if he puts the bunny back in the box, but there's this great scene they cut out 
when um, the guy's holding Dave Chappelle at gunpoint. Yeah. And he's saying he's going to kill him. And the Cyrus the Virus says something really racially insensitive. And Dave Chappelle's just like, suck my dick, Cyrus. <laughs> they should have kept that. And I was like, why would they cut that out of the film? It's so funny. They should have kept that. Well, there's a whole bunch of little little bits they should have kept, but yeah. It needed I, I more Steve the, Buscemi uh, in that movie. We're going to do another one? Sure, if you want some more. But, man, why not? Double D's. Double only, dipping. You only got a two-minute drive. I... Well, I'm walking home, Doug. There you go. I'm still waiting for that Five to come walk. through the screen. You know, one day. It's 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 loading. We're like we're on. Uh, it's uh, loading. It's buffering. It's buffering right <laughs> it's now. It's gotta go up the satellite. We, we got Starlink, but even Starlink it takes a while to load the whiskey. Oh, you're getting every last drop. That's how we do. <laughs> That's how we got to do. There's a whole story of Screwball inside. There is. It's inside though. Oh, what the hell? Hold on, i got to use my reading glasses here. We didn't just create peanut butter whiskey. We perfected That's it. That's peanut butter whiskey? Because there's so many different kinds of peanut butter whiskey. Ooh. Peanut butter whiskey, screwball. That sounds Apparently amazing. Thing, yeah. Good. It, it is. It's too amazing. It's actually, uh, it's actually really good. I would say uh, episode 20, we should kill a whole bottle of this. The whole bottle is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip to well, the guys, end. guys, what's skip your favorite horror the... movie? Like, between the two My... of you, what's your favorite horror movie? Ah, favorite? Ooh. Favorite. I know that's a loaded question, but if you had to pick a top. Yeah. If you had to be a top. <laughs> the Doug usually needs a... It's a, right in front of your TikTok. <laughs> I know, I did it on purpose. It's like, hey, here you go, you fuckers. Um, My favorite horror movie. Uh Aliens isn't a horror movie. No. Technically, that's close. That's like my favorite sci-fi action, technically horror, but not quite. Um, my favorite horror movie? Shit. I know as a kid it was uh, Friday the 13th Part 6. Because I watched it so many what, times. Why 6 specifically? Uh, I think because it was the first time they really made Jason... Um, the, the Jason Voorhees became what he was meant to be. Like, he was undead. It was no longer a matter of it was a human killer that, that somehow always survived. He was dead and he came back to life. He was a rotting corpse going around slaughtering people. And that's that's what we know Jason as. Oh, I like that. Like, there's... Like, that. like people don't always think of, oh, no, it was never Jason, it was his mother. Or, oh, it was... Uh, a, a paramedic whose son got killed in, what was it, part two or part three? No, Friday the 13th, part six, he came back from the dead, he was a rotten corpse, and he went around and fucking killed people. So it was like the the genre, or the, the, the franchise, found its foot in the sixth installment. All right. So that, again, when I was a kid, that's the one I watched so many times. I don't know if that's my favorite, but um, I'm going to let Doug answer so that I can think of a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a bit of a, a, a background to this one. So when I was okay. like, I don't know, eight or nine or ten, my dad used to go to the library in Scarborough, uh, Albert Campbell Library, and this was before Blockbuster and VHS and all that kind of stuff, and he'd, he'd sign out a reel-to-reel projector Ooh. and movies, and you get the movies, and 
thread it through the projector and everything. He'd bring it home on weekends on a Friday, a couple of movies he'd get from the library. We'd set up a screen in our backyard on our, uh, in our, our patio, and we'd watch movies. This one time he brought home George A. George a. Romero's The Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yes. The original black and white one. And we sat out there, and it was dark, and we watched this thing. And it scared the shit out of us. My oldest brother is 11 years older than me. He was out working, you know, a summer job. And we all went to bed, and he came home. And he thought, oh, I wonder what movies they got. So he went out there and put it on by himself. And we got, like, maybe half an hour into it and had to turn it off. Oh, really? Bed. So that, yeah, and that one got me stuck on zombies and horror movies and everything else. Uh, so definitely The Night of the Living Dead, the original one. Um, that's a good memory too but if I, like a really good memory oh it's awesome yeah and then if uh, something more modern would, would probably be like the franchise of the conjuring yeah I movies. agree with you on that one um, even even the, I know the insidious ones aren't a part of the conjuring but they're just as creepy and, and good I like the first one. I never saw any of the other ones, but I really uh, like the first and second. Like definitely, Wan I mean, we just watched the one too. I fucking love James Wan. I I, I can't Wan say enough like, about about Malignant. I hmm. I know you. I don't know if you were the biggest fan. I didn't fan like of it. it. I know we I talked about that. I fucking love that movie. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I found but that's the thing, laughing. though. It is kind of funny. Yeah. It's like. It, but the, the 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 idea of it, and then the way that like part way through it turns into a balls out like action sequence in I the middle, like it I comes laughed. out of nowhere, and it was filmed so well. Like when she, the, the fucking Gabriel's just hacking the shit and killing all those policemen. It's like where the fuck did this come from? And right after the 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 jail sequence where he kills all the women in the jail cell, it's like what the fuck? Yeah, it was like a bad that movie is balls out fucking crazy, and I love it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a horror movie though. It's is that a horror movie? I don't know, but is it bad that I laughed like throughout that most of that movie? <laughs> well, it, it it is kind of funny. Like she's tearing open the back of her head while everyone's fucking losing their minds, and then just starts ripping women to shreds, the ones that were just bullying her and treating her like shit. Um, but I was I was thinking because uh, because again I was thinking about the whole like horror movie thing. Um, I think some of our our favorite horror movies are the ones that kind of fucked us up a little bit because that's what they're supposed to do. Uh, in high school, the movie that did that for me was Event Horizon. Whoa. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Okay. That movie was like next level when I was... I watched that when I was maybe 13. And that movie freaked the shit out of did me. Did it? Yeah. Like, the, the whole... Yeah, I love sci-fi, and that was like, I was like, oh, this is like a cool sci-fi setting, and all this, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, people in hell are torturing, butchering, and eating each other. This is pretty fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that had a pretty profound effect, but... I'm trying uh, to think of, of the, anything of when I was a kid had a like, profound effect. Um, if, if you watch I, a movie and it makes you think twice about doing something... Like, Jaws, they say, is the movie that made you not want to go into the water. Uh, there's a couple, like, the, the Edge made me never want to go into the woods. Yeah. I don't know if you've either of you have seen yeah, that. I've seen no. that. I mean... Yeah. I think for me, if I had to pick a movie that 
I would never watch it again, and I was way too young to watch it, and it just disturbed me, and if you guys have seen it, you would probably agree, is I Spit on Your Grave. That was way never seen it, too but heavy. I've, I've watched the brutality, <laughs> uh, brutality breakdown of it, and yeah, that's fucked. So I watched that way too young, right? And, and like, the older one showed so much. I was so scarred by that. Like, it's not even, a, like, yeah, that's, horror that's movie that's some really messed I was shit. just, I can't watch anything that has any of that depicted in it. Like, what was the other one? Um, is it Last House? Not Last House on the left? Is that, there was a huge rape scene in it, and I couldn't stand it. And Last House on the left, yeah. Yeah. And same with The Hills Have Eyes. I can't deal with that kind of shit. Like, it's just yeah, that's... too much. It's just... That's so I would say that was probably the most disturbing. I, I wouldn't say it scared me, but it certainly, uh, yeah, it certainly was heavy. The Hills Have Eyes is definitely disturbing. Disturbing. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is disturbing. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Then, yeah, no. And then Sinister. That's, that's the kind Sinister of shit that... sticks in my head as well. And then what's the one uh, when it's the couple and they knock on the door? It's the three of them in the mask. The strangers. Oh, strangers. Oh, I don't like that, that one disturbs the creepy. crap out of me. Really creepy. Just that line. Why'd you, why us? Because you were home. Yeah. yeah like, what the fuck does that? I could only watch it once. Yeah, the home invasion is, the to me, the scariest um of the horror movies, like when when someone comes into your home and and makes you powerless, yeah, that's fucking scary. So those are like to me. that's like my worst fear. Yeah, which is why if anyone ever tries to come into my home, I'm gonna fucking kill them. Yeah, I agree with you. No question about it. I sleep with a samurai just sword by my door, bed, bang! so I would just slice them in half, like Kill Bill style. I have a Bowie knife in my sock drawer, a hatchet in my no, oh, I have man. a Bowie knife in my underwear drawer, a Hatchet in my sock drawer. I'm I'm ready to You're go. You're ready to go. You got Conan's sword. I got the Conan sword, but it's 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 in storage. Oh, but yeah, and I always have. Uh, I kept the uh, biscuit backpack in the back of my truck for a good like three weeks, kind of safety in my head, knowing like if anyone fucks with me, I got a couple baseball bats in the back and just. Yeah, and you like the backpack guy. I'm the backpack guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that's yeah, it's scary because most of the, the 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 really creepy home invasion movies happen to like either someone on vacation in a house out in the woods or people who live rurally because no one can hear you scream out in the woods. Did you guys, especially if you're fighting a pack of seven wolves? Did you guys ever watch much Criminal Minds <laughs> at all? I can't watch that shit. Okay, well, speaking of what we're on a tangent about right now. There was an episode in Criminal Minds called The Fox. And it was basically a murderer that each time the family was about to go on vacation, he would break into their home, make them all have dinner with each like dinner together with him all tied up, and then he would take them one by one to the basement, kill them, and leave the husband for last saying this is what happens when the husband is of the family isn't strong. So nobody he could torture this family for a whole week because people thought they were on vacation. That's what re reminded me when you said that. But that whole episode was yep. just so disturbing to me for that very reason. 
Well, this actually fits into, because uh, I, I started writing this, and I, I never actually told you about it, but when we were talking about pitches last podcast, mm-hmm. I, I had a, a home invasion uh, thing that I'm, I'm writing, and I, 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 can, I can pitch this to you now. Ooh. And it's a, a home invasion pitch where a, a guy is watching this kid sleep, and he closes the door and leaves this bloody handprint on the door. And then he goes into the garage, and he's got these two people tied up, and he starts to like just kind of antagonize them about the history of home invasions and the the percentages and like how many are reported and how many they never know what really happened. And he's just really oh, we lost her. No, she's still there. She's still there. Can you I'm hear? I'm still us? here. Okay. So the this guy is just fucking with these this couple, and really. And they're gagged. They can't say anything while he's he's rattling off, and then uh, takes their gags off to talk to them. And they start like begging for their lives and saying all the things that they'll do and that they they're sorry, you know that. And and he ends up killing these two people. And in the morning, he's sitting on the couch and he's cleaned the whole house. And the little boy that was sleeping in the room comes around the corner and sees this guy sitting on the couch and just goes, "Oh, hi, Dad." Oh. Comes over. I like and it. sits with him, and uh, you realize that the, the couple were trying to break into his house. And when he caught these people breaking into his house, he butchered them and killed them, <clears throat> hid the body, cleaned the house so nobody knew. And later on, he's doing dishes Dude, by the I window, and his wife comes home from his wife comes home from being away for a little while, and starts talking to him. She's like, "Oh, did you hear what happened on the news?" And he's like, "No, what happened?" And he's like, "Oh, well, these people were declared missing, and when the police." this couple were declared missing and when the police went into their home found out that they had all these um these uh, uh what are they called when people when people take stuff trophies from a victim trophies what's our trophies trophies yeah, yeah. they found all these trophies from all these murder scenes that this this couple would go into people's houses and kill the parents and make the kids watch and then leave the kids alive and this guy didn't know that these people were those killers he just killed them because they broke into his house. And he kind of realizes, like, oh, okay. I love like, it. That's cool. That's great. I love that He feels twist, no man. less guilt. Yeah, he realizes no, that they no. were murderers. They were sick fucks. But he's like, that doesn't really change how I feel because I was going to kill them anyway. Because they came, they came into my house and now they're fucking dead. Oh, and you gotta it, go the last line is just I, him looking like out the it. window going, well, maybe they broke into the wrong house. And then it just cuts to black. Oh, I love that. I, so you want to film that? You got, I love it. <laughs> Sign me up. I want to be in this. Done. I already wrote it. Just need some polish. That's it. We we gotta we gotta we gotta do we gotta we gotta pick it pick something. Plan it out. Write it out and do it. Done. I see. I'm I'm down. I'm down. I'm I I would be filming yesterday. There's a lot of. Um, like film festivals to put these things in too. Honestly, I think it would have a lot of footing. That's that's what I'd like to do. I mean, yeah, throwing things on YouTube and hoping for the best is one thing, but I, I would rather make something to throw into a festival. I mean, usually festivals have parameters that you have to make mm-hmm. things fit into, and it has to be made for the festival and only the festival. Um, I keep shaking the thing, sorry. Um <laughs> I I still want to do it because (laughs) I just I want to work on something. Agreed. 
nothing nothing to me is is more like kind of fulfilling to 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 that artist nerd in me than just being on set and working on something it doesn't even need to be good half the stuff i've done hasn't even seen the light of day it just feels good to do that like being on set is it's it satisfies this hunger that nothing else satisfies it's true and that's what keeps you coming back for it it's that it's your scene partner it's it's being there it's, it's creating something it doesn't mean it has to be seen it doesn't mean that it has to go anywhere but it's it's creating it it's working with the people around you and you're just proud of it I say we I say we do that one you just don't know. you like that one yeah again you need let's, let's develop and do it all you need you need two people to play the couple you need uh, the main guy and you need a, a, a simple like wife character end and a kid I mean I could probably coax Max into saying a couple of lines or whatever um, and that's what a five minute ten minute film mm-hmm it's got that dark twist that people will love. See? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what the title of it was. I don't have my phone. Ah, my phone. I like it. <laughs> my phone's TikTok and live phone's right over now. there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I gotta. I gotta go. Sorry, two, four people that are watching. I'll be right back. I gotta find something out. Check us out on the Double D podcast on Spotify. If you don't, I will come to your house and I will eat your cat. <laughs> That'll get a couple of likes. <laughs> All right, let me go back here because I didn't write it that long ago. Okay, what, what, while he's looking that up, I'll have, I'll have to ask you a question. Um, I'm going to throw a name out to you. Shelly Bonnyman. I don't know that name. You don't know that name? No. All right. Now you got to tell me who that is. Uh, well, on, she's a mutual friend on Facebook, so. Oh. Lives in Beaton. Oh. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I don't know. Why, you want to hook up? No. Uh, huh? Why, you want to hook up? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no well, I noticed she was, like, your friend on Facebook, and I played hockey with her husband, like, right out of high school for, like, we're really good friends, anyways. With the, I'm good friends with her husband. And you live down. You live down Beaton or Allison or. And she's a friend of mine. I'm pretty sure uh, it said, a, "Yeah." What's the last name, hun? Bonnieman. No, I don't know. I only, I only know two Shelleys. So sadly, I don't know who that is. Alrighty then. Hey, we're back, you fuckers. <laughs> that was five people watching. You guys waited? Aww. <laughs> if only there were 50 of you, I might take the outer layer off. Is this going to show? It might show. Closer. <laughs> that Closer. Right is that Sexy Biscuit? <laughs> That is Sexy Biscuit. I just see Sexy Biscuit right there. That's all I can see. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, have, you have four mutual friends. Sesky. Sesky. Sexky. Biscuit. Sexy Biscuit. Cody Nicholson. Oh, Gino. Cody. Huh. 
and Shelly Monument. I don't know. Maybe send it to me afterwards, and then I can look better. This is going to be really embarrassing if uh, this person hears it, and I'm like, no, I have no idea who the fuck that is. Do you know any Bonnie Men's? No. You might know our kids. No, no. Look, at, that's... that's wait. That's her, right? Uh, that's that's Lisa. And in, that's... In her vampire outfit. Four mutual friends. Right. And which one is it you're interested in? No, that's... Who, who no, is this is? This... Well, I played... Her husband I played hockey with right out of high school for forever. Ooh. Keith. He's a big fucker, isn't he? He worked at um, Honda. Okay. For a long time. He's retired now. Nice. Can you spell the last name? B-O-N-N-Y-M-A-N. Bonneman. Oh, Shelly. Sorry to throw all your shit on the internet. Shelly Keough. Yes. Okay, well, that's her maiden name. Well, I know her as Shelly Keough. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. So I know Shelly. For... She used to work at the all Whistle right. Stop in Beaton. <clears throat> Oh, okay. You worked at the Whistle Stop? No, I used to freak, like, we, we used to have dinner there all the time. Uh, so I knew her because she uh, was a waitress there. And uh, yeah, yeah. she just loved my son. And my son loved her. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know Shelly Keough. <laughs> Six degrees right. of separation. Interesting. We Anyways, have songs yeah. so and I, I have known her, like, since out of high school for a long time, so oh, wow. she's wonderful. She's a wonderful person, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm so glad we figured this out. <laughs> I was I was starting to wonder if it was, you know, the alcohol <laughs> taking us down a down a bad road. Down a bad road. Oh man, speaking of bad roads, I got a video. I, I got the video. I got to upload it later. Oh, you've never been here. No, but. <laughs> Doug's house has a kind of a wraparound driveway and then this like path, right? Okay. A grass path, not big enough for a vehicle. And we're here the other day doing episode nine of the podcast and Chris has to go pick up his girlfriend from the witch walk up over in uh, Coldwater and he's high as shit <laughs> and he starts driving down the path instead of the driveway and me and Doug are both sitting on the porch like... You know, a couple old, driving into the woods. Couple old country hillbillies like, what that dumb fucker doing over there? We just see the lights going down the path, and the car slows down. He's like, oh, what's happening? We're watching him for about a minute and a half, just driving down a walking path, before realizing, oh shit, into um, the woods towards a swamp. <laughs> oh no. So moral of the story is, don't smoke a lot of pot. And then drive. That would probably be me without the pot, just trying to find my way in the dark. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If people can eventually find their way, even though they're roasted on pot and delicious brookies, you can find your way here and probably not drive up that path. Worst drivers have come here. That's where I was going. With. I don't know. That feels <laughs> You're probably like, why the fuck are you telling this story? It has nothing to do with nothing. I don't know. That feels like a challenge to me. <laughs> it is a challenge. <laughs> The challenge is to develop that story and get it going. Get it I, I, I just... Yeah, I okay, agree. I, I agree. Again. I found it. It's actually... Because I, I was trying to think of what the title was. The title is Rockabye. Ooh. Rockabye Baby. Because the killers 
are known as the Rockabye Killers because they leave the kids alive. Or they leave one kid alive and they kill the rest of the family. I love it. And yeah, they're sick fucks. And again, as you're watching it as the audience, you're like, oh, these poor people. Oh, no. And then you realize what pieces of shit they are. And then you get a tone shift. And then when you rewatch it, you get a whole different feeling. That's the thing I love. I love to watch something and you have the first time you watch it is the only time you watch it with a certain feel. And every following time when you know, you perceive everything completely different than the first time. I love that kind of it's shit. It's almost like the first saw. Once you find out that it's him on the floor afterwards. In Saw? Oh yeah. It's John the Kramer the whole time. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Never watched Saw. Well, here's I have no the interest thing. in watching. Here's the thing, though. It, 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 as much as it's been depicted as like gore porn over the years, its beginnings are the the stuff of movie making, right? Like yeah. legend, like the kind of shit that so many people try to do what Saw did and they don't succeed. Saw was made by a couple of guys that didn't have the money, they didn't have the clout, they didn't have the power, and they they put something together and they drew in enough talent and enough interest that they got to make the movie they wanted to make, and it blew up into this massive franchise that, yes, got a bit... A little drunk here, sorry. Got a little gore porny. So Rockabye could be like this. Rockabye could be whatever we want it to be. Ultimately, I've always wanted to write a story about a home invasion where you think that this guy who's committing this heinous act is the invader, but it's actually a person defending their home. The, I just hope nobody hears this and it. runs with your story. That's all. No one's going to hear this. This is the Double D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, only people, the only people listening to this are people who have been on it and, and people who are like like my, my wife and three of my friends. It's, it's really just for us to listen to it the next day. I do listen to it the next day. And that's, that's, and that's like... I was driving home today, and I'm listening to the podcast in the car, laughing my ass off. And she's like, you realize you laughed hardest at your own jokes. I'm like, I know, because they're You're fucking like, hilarious. I love myself. I just love myself. <laughs> well, that's why he's Mr. Vane. Yeah, we all have nicknames. Dr. Sleep, I'm Mr. Vane, and Chris is the Ramblin' Man. The Ramblin' Man. I, wonder I really want to put together, um, a, a, or, or at least try to find it, where... When he goes on his longest ramble, see if we can play Rambling Man over it in its entirety before he stops. And then that can be a video. We're like, we'll just, the next time he rambles, we'll just sit there and listen. Won't contribute, won't throw him off. We'll, we'll look at each other and we'll just both know what go. we're doing. And we know that there's going to be a video later where Rambling Man will play from beginning to end before he stops. I got to find out how long Rambling Man is. I will do it. <laughs> I need a nickname. We're live right I wonder now. what my nickname would be. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's like a badge of honor that needs to be earned. Well, I have to be like super annoyed It has for to a have while. something to do with how you are on the podcast or how you are on set. Because Chris is the rambling man because he fucking rambles on the podcast and just in life in general. Doug is Dr. Sleep because, what was it, podcast eight? Number eight. When Chris was rambling? No, no, yeah, Chris was rambling at one point. <laughs> 
And Doug, Doug was fucking tired. <laughs> and Chris would not stop talking about whatever it was he was talking about. Was and yawning. Doug, Doug, the glasses came off. And he's sitting there. His eyes are red as shit. And you can tell he wants to go to bed. He's so tired. And Chris just keeps nattering on. And I'm looking at him. And I say, hey, Doug, do you want to cut this one off and maybe do another one? Or uh, do you want to keep going? And he just looks at me all tired. He's like, why don't we finish this one? <laughs> And it's like, that's your out. You need those end, glasses, Doug, this, that make just, you look like you're awake? Yes, yeah, yeah, eyeball glasses. <laughs> yeah. No one can tell how tired or high I am. Or drunk. That's why I covered my eyes. What? No, no, no. Come on, do what I want. There you go. We're live again. Not for long, but... Yeah, so... I don't know. We'll have to, uh... I, I, I don't know. Has to be something to do with something scary. I don't want to use the word horror, but horror baby. <laughs> Look, no, I don't know. It's, it's something. Something will come along. Something will come along, it. and it'll make sense. Yeah, can't like hard to do yeah, it you on can't the spot. do it on the spot. It has to be. It has to be organic. <laughs> yeah, organic. You could be scary spice. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I I definitely enjoy talking with you guys in general. Horror is, talking about horror is definitely awesome, but talking to you guys in general is awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, with, uh, we're always looking for, for guests. and I mean, I pitched an idea to Doug. I was like, you know what we should do for our 20th episode? We should do a four-hour podcast and have like a bunch of different guests throughout the podcast. Be watching movies in the back. I must have been sleeping when you pitched that. No, that's why they call you Dr. Sleep. <laughs> and it wouldn't just be like this stationary thing. We would like be watching a movie in the background or it would just be an extravaganza. Make it a Saturday. Throw something on the uh, What was that DVD show? You that got that were, over like, there. We can just be... What was that show when they were critiquing movies in the background and you could see them in the seats? Oh, what was that? Is that the one where they're all drunk? No. Drunk movie review, or was it Beavis and Butthead? No, it was like they were like sci-fi characters and one guy, and they were watching a movie, and you could see the back of them, and you can see the movie theater and the movie, and they're making fun of the oh. movie or critiquing it. What were they? I'm. I don't know what that is, but I do know what you're talking about. I do remember that. Yeah, now it's gonna bug me. It. I mean, and we could totally do that. It'd be like we could put on a movie for each other. And it's like we would actually we would naturally be talking shit and ripping the thing down the whole time, but yeah. But could you imagine yeah, if it was like the too, doing like a, a live the critique? new Leonardo DiCaprio movie of a Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Oh. Yeah, like that that Flower Moon. It's three and a half hours. Can you imagine that? You said you want to do oh. a four hour special. It's That's it is oh, man. Shit. Scorsese's bold, bold as fuck. But apparently it. it it's good. I've, I've watched a couple of reviews, and apparently it's a great, great movie. My Scorsese bladder can't hold bathroom. that much. No. I have to go to the bathroom after an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I you need the pause button. That's, that's a movie where you, you got to, and it's a Scorsese one. you got to be paying attention. I, I, that's a long time to ask me to pay attention. Uh-huh. Like, when they released um, The Hateful Eight, yeah. which to me is a fantastic long movie. 
you're going to make a long movie, it's got to be like that. The conversations are on point. It moves fast. It's fucked up. It has that Tarantino thing where the violence builds up and then the violence happens so quickly and so viscerally that like it's it's it, it just sticks with you. But they did something with See, it where I they released like it in chapters. One. You didn't like it? No, I became not like Dr. Stuff, Sleep. Damn, I, I, I love was, that like, movie. Dog. I was falling asleep at the beginning. Like, I don't get me wrong. The dialogue is amazing. It's well written. I love hearing Kurt Russell and Samuel Jackson and like go back and forth. I I love that. But I was like, holy crap! How long is this? Like, where are they going? It's long. It's long. You know, like by the time they get to the cabin, I'm like falling asleep, looking at my watch, going, "This is fantastic dialogue," but I'm bored as fuck. Maybe I just, I'm so used to faster movies now. Well, what, what my point was is that they did something with it on Netflix where they divided it into four chapters. Oh. So you could, you could divide it up and watch it in four chunks where you'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch chapter one the first night. And you, you split it up so that it's, it's a little easier to digest because it was, it was about a three and a half hour movie. The Hateful Eight? The Hateful Eight was... Long. Broke that up, really? They did, and I don't know if it's still on there like that, but at one point, I was like, oh, Hateful Eight's on Netflix, and I, I was like, four episodes? What the fuck is this? And I clicked on it, and they did it like that, because, again, Tarantino movies can be a little tough to digest, and movies like Kill Bill, he split into two, because right. Kill Bill was originally about a four-hour movie, and, and it was you know, brilliant. he did the right thing there. And, and See, I can watch that one. Hateful Eight... Hateful Eight is one thing that happens. Kill Bill is spread over years. You couldn't really do that. No, that's true. I'd say give it some time, let it rest, and maybe when you're ready, you you give it another try. I'll give it another try. I, it didn't help that I, I watched think, it at like I think nine o'clock at night. It. Yeah, no, that is not a okay. The kids are finally in bed. I've got uh, twenty minutes to myself before I start falling asleep. No, that's got to be a, like, the kid's gone for the day, it's the weekend, I start at 2 in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how you watch that. When does that ever happen? <laughs> it doesn't. You have to make it happen. I was going to say, it doesn't. I'd have to, like, like pretend I was kidnapped. Then I could go watch The Hateful Eight. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. You could dress up. Just leave a ransom note, but I'm actually watching movies. It's not a bad idea. Hey, Kurt Russell plays the second best bounty hunter I've ever seen on film. Yeah. He's awesome. First being Flintlock. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, true. next to that. Flintlock's got some... I've come up with some great backstory for Flintlock, man. Let me tell I'm you. I'm sad I didn't get to see Flintlock. Not gonna lie. Me you too. Will. I'm, 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 I'm building this incredible world. He got into uh, a flash of that... Uh, Chris put together a bunch of those shots. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. the uh, Well, you were in, technically, you were in the trailer. Yeah. On the Argo. Yeah, a flash, real quick. Yeah. Like, if you blink. Oh, okay. I used that as the, I re-edited the Percy scene, and then I, I told Chris, we should do, if we're going to do three-minute segments of the show, we should have a cold open every episode, where it's just some quick shot of, like, bow, 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 something. So I use that scene as the cold open of the Percy episode. It's just, it's like saying the name of the show, yeah. and then the, the title, you know, the first episode is called this, and then it goes into the episode. And it was just you and me on the Argo. Bow, 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 bow. And I made it a little bit blurry, like I, I 
set it up so you can you can see it, but it's also kind of it hides how shitty the quality was. Because I think that was with the old camera. Because when you look I don't at remember. when you look at the quality of that, and then the quality of the the Percy scene, it's such a huge jump. It's like distracting. Hmm. I don't know if it's because we were moving, because he was on the trailer, or if because it was the old camera, but you can really see the difference in the quality. Or it was his new camera, but he just hadn't figured out the settings on it yet. It might be. Like, hold on. I'll put you fuckers on pause. Well, here it is. I already have it open. <laughs> so watch this. Hold on. That's, this is the original cut. Like, look at the quality. There you are. There's Flintlock. Just unleashing hell. You gotta play again. And then watch the cut to... Uh, yeah, yeah, look yeah, how different yeah. that looks. Yeah, yeah. You what? Such a badass. <laughs> Sorry, that's why they call me Mr. Vane. <laughs> I'm sitting there editing video of myself, and that's like, what you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Well, you're smiling. I'm loving myself. You're watching porn? Like, kind of. <laughs> I'm watching hey, what gets me excited. Myself. <laughs> like, you've ever watched a celebrity or, a, or an actor, and they're talking about like, oh, yeah, I, I don't watch my own movies. I just, I go to set, and then I go to the award show, and the movie comes out, and everyone loves me, but I don't sit and watch it. I'm like, I watch my shit. Over and over and over again. And I fucking love it. I'm the first one to like and subscribe. Maybe that makes me a vain asshole, but that's the only way I'm going to learn to get better at what I'm doing. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody's a Johnny Depp. He doesn't watch any of his... Well, I don't know. I don't know if they just say that so they seem like... I don't watch my own stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure they do. They probably get drunk off of peanut butter whiskey and sit there and watch themselves in the dark. <laughs> pretty 100% sure they do. All right, Absolutely. we're in. We are. We're good. I feel That's less bad about That's what you're doing tonight. Myself. I know it is. <laughs> I'll probably, yeah, I'll go home and I'll curl up in bed and just be like quietly watching my own shit. <laughs> I've been bugging Chris. I've been like elbowing Chris under the table for the last four or five months be like hey are you ever gonna finish editing that other those other two scenes we filmed and he's just like ah fucking da, 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 i'm working on this i'm like hey you know those actors that showed up and helped us out they'd love to see what we filmed yeah. they were all telling their friends about this cool show they did in this great scene do it for them man eh? Not for me. Not for me. For them. <laughs> and I think I finally got him to do it. Well, that's good. So you'll have to send that to me after. I, I will. It's the scene where I almost died. Not because Doug was going to kill me, but because one of the other actresses I worked with almost took me took me out of the neck with a machete. I want oh, the wow. raw footage of that one, man. There's a scene where I, don't, I probably told you about. I probably did I tell you about this. <laughs> I know. Doug I don't was think off. You did. Uh, Doug was like the on-set uh, choreography safety guy, and he had to leave set. And the shot was this couple coming out of a shed at me, one with a crowbar, one with a machete. I deflect the crowbar, then I go to deflect the machete, and the first time she came out, it bit into the bat. I was deflecting it, and it chopped into the bat and took a chunk out of it. 
And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if I hadn't deflected that, the amount of force. Oh my gosh. It was going for it was going for me. It's going for his juggler. Yeah. And that's that's how that's how it all could have ended. See what Doug, at least it would have been on film. What Doug didn't tell you is he left purposely. I figured. <laughs> I mean, technically we're in the hills of Moonstone, so He wanted the lead role. Had to get rid of the competition. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's only room for one bounty hunter in this show. This kid kept taking up all the scene. Always in front of the fucking camera you were. Well, that's because I showed up to actually film my scenes. Sometimes two in one day. All the scenes were filmed here at my house. I was here every day. All the best stuff was filmed here. <laughs> I still didn't. I'm still left on the cutting room floor. I, I tried to get you in early. I, I wrote all kinds of scenes for you. I didn't even I wrote make the it one here, where you guys. got to punch me in the gut. I was just a concept. <laughs> so I was a cool you concept. You were this close. This close. You you were stopped by a health health concern. Yeah. A, health a concern very big and then episode three the... we were Yeah. Completely valid. Poor Chris. You know what? We'll, we'll figure out a way. We'll still film that scene because I love the idea of flashback sequences. And I mean, it's just action. We love shooting action as a concept stuff anyway. It's the most fun to shoot. And Chris has to do all the post-production stuff. So that's awesome too. I'm really into this short this short story yeah. that you have. That'll be an Easter egg. <laughs> well. Well. Shit, well. We're, we're past two hours here. Okay, one one final question. Mm -hmm. It, the new it or the Tim Curry it? I love Bill Sarsgaard as it. So I would say the That's new it. I love Tim Curry. He's fantastic and he was great for the 80s it. But to me, Bill Sarsgaard is Pennywise. Kills it. He yeah. just kills it. The guy can make his face do all that. That's pretty damn talented. And I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the newer the newer It. They did a great job with it. He's way more I menacing. I love the whole Skarsgård family. Yeah. Like, it's oh, a, I love all a, of such them. such a talented family. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, they're all great. Did you guys ever see... On, on Vikings, uh, yeah, the guy who plays Loki, he's he's great. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hiddleston? No, no, the guy who plays Loki on Vikings. Oh, sorry. He's a Skarsgård. I, yeah. I haven't seen that. Uh, I watched him in Chernobyl, though, and he was fantastic in Chernobyl. I haven't uh, seen Chernobyl. That's on my list. That's a good one. That's an interesting one, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm about. I'm gonna start the House of Usher soon as well because I love Edgar Allan Poe, and I love Mike Flanagan. So that's gonna be my next watch. Well, the the I think the showrunner from Chernobyl is the guy that did Last of Us. Oh. I know somebody who worked on Chernobyl ended up doing Last of Us for HBO. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was the director or the showrunner, but. Yeah, there was some connection there, and it was like, oh, they're actually taking it seriously. It's not gonna suck. They're not going to, like, fuck it up. So, yeah, that was a... Because I knew Chernobyl was, a like, a very well-executed show. Well, if you love the Skarsgård family, you'll love Chernobyl. And the, the other main actor in there, I forget his name, it escapes me right now. But um, really, really good actor. Good series. Again, it's, it's on me list. 
I don't know if I have access to HBO anywhere, but I'll find a way. Find a way. When there's a will, there's a way. It's always a way. If it's out there, I'll find it. Well, I I appreciate All you right. guys having me well, on. I don't want Doctor. I don't want to put Doctor Sleep to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Thanks for coming on our our tenth episode. And uh, if there's one thing I like talking about is horror movies and people that know about horror movies know even more than I do. It's awesome. It's awesome to listen to your insight on them. Um, and you've met so many cool people too. That's that's great. Well, like me. Thank you no. guys. You guys are a pleasure for sure. <laughs> I would love to be on at any time. We'll I could talk to her uh... all night. Awesome, awesome. And we'll get the Dan to uh, get this little uh, what's it called the the uh, rockabye rockabye going. Yeah, let's do it. Let's crank that up. Yeah, I think sounds be good. Fun. Yeah, that's a plan. It started here. It did start here. All We're right. birthing it right now. Well, thank you again. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. Um, buy a truck. <laughs> Move up north. Get someone pregnant. <laughs> all right. You too. Thanks again. Good night. To all the fellas, don't Remember get caught slipping. Because so in nine months, sure you're going to be tripping, tripping, tripping. Check. <clears throat> Somebody gonna get pregnant. 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 Somebody gonna get pregnant.